The Bill Myers Show podcast is sponsored by Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. Find out more about them at clouserdrilling.com. Good morning. It is 12 minutes after 6. Find your phone Friday. Go ahead and find yours. 770-5633-770-KMD. The email bill at billmyershow.com. Congressman Cliff Bentz will join me in a little more than an hour, around uh, 7.30 or so. And I I think the uh, conversation will have to uh, trend toward... Okay, uh, instead of impeaching Mayorkas, is it time to impeach President Biden? Well, it's always been time. It's been time to impeach President Biden for quite some time. But, uh, yeah, uh, we'll certainly talk about the special counsel reports here. And uh, we'll do that also with uh, Rick Manning, president of Americans for Limited Government. So, you know, it was really weird. Just it was it was the most bizarre thing. I was heading up to a transmitter site yesterday and I'm uh, and I'm thumbing through I stopped for some uh, some food and I ended up uh, thumbing through some news and I see the Associated Press reporting on the special counsel the special counsel investigating President Biden for the documents all the documents and you know the cardboard box and the in the drawer and all the rest of it by the Corvette and uh, and all the rest of it and when I saw that crack about well we're not going to prosecute him because okay well let me just go to the uh, let, let me just go to the tape of the press conference yesterday. President Biden ended up uh, angrily going before the uh, press yesterday, and I you gotta love it when Peter Ducey of Fox News ends up getting to ask the question. President Biden, something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man. With a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. Oh, jeez. That's the, that's you that's. Your memory has gotten worse, Mr. No, president. My memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory. Take a look at what I've done since I become president. Yeah, I know. We have been taking a look at what you've done as president. All you have to do is look at the border, Joe. He ended up uh, responding to uh, some of that report there, too, from the special counsel, saying that, uh, yeah, essentially, uh, Joe, he did what, uh, yeah, he took the documents and he willfully took the documents, but he's too much of a doddering old fool to prosecute. I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Okay, well, you should have said that, then. That would have taken care of that pretty easily. But, of course, I guess essentially the deep state released the memo. They released the hounds, right? The the memo got released. The deep state said, all right, uh... The lies about President Biden are too deep, too wide. It's just there are there are too many lies. They can't be hidden anymore. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. He's perfectly OK. Yeah. No problem about that. We've been talking this about this for what, three years now. Can the nation survive another nine months of Joe Biden or 10 months? I guess it'd be a little more than uh, 10 months at this point. I think about just some of the stuff that he has screwed up this week, this week alone. And let's see. This week, uh, the president confused Angela Merkel 
or Angela Merkel, rather, and uh, Emmanuel Macron for the people who were dead, their dead predecessors. And he did it twice this week. And he said he spoke to Helmut Kohl. Now, he died about a decade ago. And uh, French President Francois Mitterrand, who died in 1996. And then he was in another pre- uh, pre- press conference and he forgot the word for Hamas. There's been the response from the uh, there's been a response from the opposition, but uh, uh, yes, I'm sorry from Hamas. Now, everybody will forget a term or a word every now and then. Doesn't matter, young or old, we all go through these sort of things. And I do this too. I do three hours of uh, talk radio, Monday uh, through Friday, you know, 15 hours a week. Uh, you know, I ended up doing this on the radio. And there are times that uh, you know, especially when you're spitballing. And you don't have things written down and you're trying to do a little bit of a recall. You screw it up sometimes. It happens, you know, that that sort of stuff. But with the president, it happens continually. And I can't help but think that the um, the staff that sent President Biden out to do that press conference last night so that Peter Ducey could ask the question, could ask this question. President Biden, something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. Okay. Now, the staff that would have actually said, Joe, this is a great idea. Let's send you out there in the evening and, uh, and have you speak to the press about uh, how right on you are. I can't help but think that this is the deep state, in essence, performing the coup de grace. What do you think about that? Was this finally the deep state, the unelected uh, people, the ones that uh, don't care necessarily who are president, the ones who keep their jobs one way or the other. Wasn't the report from the special counsel and the press conference, doesn't that remind you of, uh, hey, okay, this is how we finally get rid of them. Also the same day that President Trump's uh, getting off the ballot or being kept off the ballot in Colorado case was before the Supreme Court. And I'm no expert on uh, courts or, or lawyers, but just on what was being asked about from the various, uh, you know, from the various justices, it does look like he he could win that one nine nothing. And so the whole thing's over. And maybe this is the deep state realizing that the uh, Democrats are going to have to punt and do something different. It's like, okay, all right, I know we control everything, deep state uh, communists. Uh, we control everything in the United States of America right now, but we can't run this guy. We can't run this animatron, this malfunctioning animatronic bear from the uh, Disneyland uh, Country Bear Jamboree. You know, we can't have that. We can't uh, keep doing that. The lies are, it's just too obvious. We can't keep lying. Nobody's believing the lies, and we're uh, laughing stocks. That's kind of how I'm seeing it. This was like the deep state got the, mo- uh, got the memo, and the memos were released. And so the White House people say, yeah, Joe, go ahead. And uh, let's do a press conference. He's hardly done press conferences in his uh, presidency. Haven't been a lot of uh, press conferences. Gee, I don't know why. <laughs> All right. Congressman Bentz is in uh, about an hour from now then. And is it time to just talk about impeaching the president? I mean, wouldn't you just have to submit the report? What do you think? 
Should Congress actually go to the effort to impeach the to impeach rather the president now? Seven seven zero five six three three seven seven zero K M E D is now the time to strike. You'll have Kamala Harris. Yeah, I know. If he was convicted, this is if he's convicted, they'd have to kick it upstairs to uh, the Senate. But I think at this point, even Chucky e. Schumer and the boys and girls there are thinking, eh, okay, we got to do something. Uh, time to uh, bring on Governor Hergill from California or or some other candidacy. We'll cut a deal with Kamala saying, okay, no, nobody likes you. You got really bad numbers. Uh, you know you're not going to get elected. You're an instant loss against uh, former President Trump, the presumed nominee for the Republicans right now. And I think it's uh, it's it's time. All right, uh, bring on hair gel, boy. Uh, bring on someone else. We've known that this was kind of what was going on, but yesterday it was like the deep state finally released the hounds, and Joe Biden has uh, served his purpose. He's destroyed a lot of the country already. Open borders, divisive, angry. It's got to go now. We have to make the change now, so it's time to, okay, release the report, have the Supreme Court with uh, President Trump most likely going to be favoring President Trump. I don't know how they could rule against him. And what was it even? Kagan asked a question. Uh, Wait a minute. How can one state determine who's going to be the next president (laughs) of the United States? Even her, you know, committed leftist as she is, was bringing that up. So that's going to go nowhere. That's going to go nowhere. It'll probably be 9 nothing. Or I'll say, you know, it's not even going to be close as far as I'm concerned. But we can talk about that, anything else on your mind. But uh, to me, the deep state released the hounds yesterday. And that's my first thing. I'm looking at the Associated Press. The Associated Press always covering for the Biden administration over the last two or three years. And they're talking about him essentially the doddering old fool of a president. And wow, the, the Associated Press were crying out loud. We can talk about that, anything else on your mind here. Find your phone Friday, 770-5633. Impeach? Forget about impeaching Mayorkas just to go and impeach uh, President Biden and let the chips fall where they may or something else. This is the Bill Myers Show. This is Bill Meyer. I appreciate you waking up mornings with me, 6 to 9 on KMED and KCMD. But I get it. Life can be busy. Sometimes you might miss a show or segment or what did that guest say again? And that's when you can catch up and stay current with my podcast. The last three months of shows are available for free download and sharing on KMED.com. Podcasts are sponsored by Clouser Drilling, and they're online at clouserdrilling.com. And thanks to Clouser, you can drill into what really happened on The Bill Meyer Show on KMED.com. Hi, it's Jolene at Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros. If you're wondering about the condition of your tires, stop in and we'll check your tread level and give you an honest assessment on wear and your ability to navigate wet, slick roads. And if you need new tires, Phoenix Auto Center has a great selection of top brands like General, Hercules, Cooper, Continental, Falcon, Mastercraft, BF Goodrich, and more. For the best tire prices and service, see your local family-owned Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros on Main in Phoenix. After this hypnosis, I want to eat good food. Since August, I can honestly say I have not had one potato chip. It was life-changing for me. And I don't think about desserts like I used to. Bridget, how much have you lost now? I have lost a total of 83 pounds. Holy cow. It's easy, it's fun, very relaxing, and very successful. And I would just say go for it. Lose weight now without cravings, irritability, or your money back. Join Mark Patrick's Hypnosis Seminar and lose weight. Feel great for only $49.99 guaranteed. Early bird special. Only $49.99. 
lose all the weight you want 100% guaranteed. Thursday, February 15th at the Hilton Garden Inn Hotel in Medford. Weight loss seminar, 5.30 p.m., registration 5 p.m. Attend this program and find out how the power of hypnosis can help you achieve your weight loss goals. There's limited seating, so get there early. Learn more at markpatrickseminars.com. This year, Dell Technologies wants to help you do amazing things with their best tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, powered by Intel Core processors, and more. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com deals. Hi, I'm Lisa with Kelly's Automotive Service, and I'm on KMED and KCMD. 25 after 6, 770-5633. The question here, instead of worrying about uh, Mayorkas, should you let Mayorkas go? Because there's talk about uh, doing another impeachment move. And why not just impeach the president? Just submit the special prosecutor. The special counsel, yes, yeah, it's not a prosecutor. The special counsel is actually what it was. But uh, yesterday, the special counsel investigating the document uh, situation with Biden, the special counsel concludes that uh, President Biden is guilty of keeping classified documents in his garage, but they won't prosecute, essentially saying that uh, the jury wouldn't convict a well-meaning elderly man with poor memory. And to me, I'm thinking, like, oh, my gosh, there's the knife. Ah, twist it. You know, how do you deny that at this point? Too many truths that uh, can no longer be hidden by the lies they just can't do it and why not just do that why not just uh switch it over dave's up early over in the iron gate and uh dave you don't think uh, we should bother with an impeachment go ahead what are you thinking well because he's got sundowners and they put him on in the evening it's they can invoke the 25th amendment and put him out because he's incompetent uh, to stand as president. Hmm. And uh, So you're saying just take the 25th Amendment and use that to remove him from yeah, office? That's, that's what it's there for. And it, uh, that way, you don't have to have a vote by the Senate. Uh, well, uh, like for impeachment, would they even bother convicting him? Yeah. So uh, I think the 25th Amendment. Well, I'm not so sure, though, the Senate wouldn't convict him at this point because it becomes too much of an embarrassment, even for the Democrats, who are the most shameless individuals I think, I think I've ever seen in my lifetime. Yeah, you just put him in a nursing home and uh, he won't even remember being president with sundowners. They get violent in the evening, and they put that guy on when he was going to be at his worst. Yeah. It's interesting you brought that up. I mean, thanks for the call, Dave. So you're thinking 25th Amendment's the way to go. Uh, interesting about the Sundowners, because uh, Patrick ended up uh, writing me overnight, and uh, that's what he said. He said, Bill, it's absolutely clear President Joe Biden has Sundowners, and just a cursory reading of the webpage listed below describes President Biden's press conference, including wandering, yelling, shadowing their caregiver, agitation, confusion, delusion, hallucination, and more. And this is what they uh, talk about um, from the Cleveland Clinic. If you care for someone with Alzheimer's or dementia, you may notice certain behaviors and feelings from your loved one around sunset. This phenomenon is called sundown syndrome or sundowning. Symptoms include insomnia, anxiety, pacing, hallucinations, paranoia, and confusion, However, this delirium can potentially occur at any time, not just at sunset. But, yeah, you're thinking for 25th Amendment, just submit the press conference and off we go, huh? It could be. 
We go to line two. Hi, KMED and KCMD. This is Bill. Who's this? Yeah, Ron Gratzpass. Hi, Ron. Hey, what would happen, I wonder, if uh, there was a simulated, um, what you call it, a debate, where President Trump's people could come up with soundbite and video of something that is said by uh, Biden in the past and then sit there and uh, talk about what um, Trump would say about that, uh, counteract it, tell the bad part about it, and then go to the next soundbite. And do the same thing. Well, it would be an interesting. Uh, it would be an interesting exercise. I think someone could probably do it using AI. <laughs> you could probably just do, uh, you know, do that with AI. Uh, yeah, well, let's just. Let's, let's but in all seriousness, what? In all seriousness, though, he's got to go, though, right now, don't you? Pre- well, but but he may not. You know, it's like anything else. They give him another shot of juice, and down the road he goes. Mm. But in the meantime, he still needs to be impeached, and the way to do that is to give the people a sense that uh, he certainly has uh, many flaws and has ruined America for the most part. Well, the one thing I think is that we have to agree on at this point, Ron, is that the media has now finally turned. And like I said, when I was going up to a site yesterday, and I'm reading that the Associated the Associated Depressed is shoving the knife in and twisting hard <laughs> on Biden at that point, of thinking, oh, this is something very different, because you know yeah, how but, this would have been portrayed but, even but just a few months the- ago. Yeah, but they're missing the point. They need to also get Harris out of there because then that. Nah, would that's, not gonna that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Don, John, or Ron, that's not going to happen. They're not going to get rid of Harris. Yeah, well, to, they, they, we have to, Harris has done nothing. Harris is an incompetent boob. Well, maybe two boobs, and uh, and that's it. <laughs> okay, and the the point being though is that. She at least is cognizant enough to maybe take some notes and 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 still remember what is going on are from you, day to day. Are you are you kidding? I'm so sick of her word salad. I can throw up. Oh, but she can actually <laughs> deliver the word salad. President oh, Biden can't so. even deliver the word salad at this point. But it's regurgitation vomit from her. Who wants that? <laughs> well, it's not a matter. It's either that. The thing is, though, I would say that President Biden at this point and the people who are running President Biden, more importantly. It's not at the point where it's a dangerous joke. It's not just a joke, but it's a dangerous joke. But I, I appreciate the call, all right? Yeah, you're not going to get rid of Kamala, though. But I don't think that she'll be uh, the Democratic candidate. They'll cut her a deal. She'll get uh, she'll get a Netflix show, maybe $100 million like the Obamas. They'll figure out something. It'll be like, you know, word salad Kamala. Or, you know, we'll, we'll do you know ABC phonics with Kamala. And then she can teach the kids on Netflix or something. I don't know. Uh, hi, KBD, KCMD. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, Vicki. What are you thinking? Hi. How are you, Bill? I'm well. Um, I just had a couple comments. Um, I can remember back when Pelosi was um, uh, running the House. They, within the first year, I think it was when Biden um, first got elected, they were already trying to throw the 25th Amendment at him. Um, But I think, like chess, they couldn't do it then because they had, it would have messed up their end game, you know, and now they're talking about doing it, but of course now he's just a feeble old man who can't remember his name or his wife or his mm-hmm. dog or cat or whatever he has. When his son was died or who's the president of France, et cetera. Right. You know, all that. Sure. Right. And so I think this was a, a, a laid out plan back when Pelosi was in uh, running the House, um, but they didn't want Harris to become the vice president, so they held on to Biden. Um, to use him, 
I believe he's been used. I I feel bad because I used to be a caregiver, and I've seen a lot of old people get abused. And I think that's what they've been doing to Biden. Um, But as far as his criminal activity, back when he was coherent, uh, I believe that uh, he should be you know, he should get in trouble for that. I mean, it doesn't well, matter. The, 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 well, you're right about that, Vicky, because the crimes he's accused of are uh, crimes that he committed. I mean, the, right. the, the special counsel said that, yeah, he did it. It's pretty much that yeah, he did all these uh, these crimes. He did it, but that, uh, you know, now he's uh, too much of a doddering fool, essentially, to be able to, uh, you know, to be convicted of it. But the thing is, though, is that uh, really all that should just determine is that, okay, uh, we don't uh, we don't sentence him to jail or something like that. But the fact of the matter is, he is more or less guilty of what uh, he was right. charged. That's and, it. And Mayorkas is that his name? Yes, Mayorkas. If he's been accused of crimes, I mean, look what they did to Trump and all of the people that surrounded Trump. I mean, Stone and and some of the other people. They literally treated him like medieval i mean they well, you, so do you want to do you want to do both uh, impeachments i'm going to be talking with uh, congressman benson in an hour so go ahead and do another impeachment vote on mayorkas and then uh, president biden he, too if he did what if he did illegal wrong things why should he get off scot free and trade for biden i just don't think that's right okay very good vicky appreciate the call all right i'm going to talk with rick here rick manning president of americans for limited government We'll dig in here in a couple of minutes after news, okay? News sponsored by Caveman Heating and Air. It's the climate and we control it. Call Caveman Heating and Air at 541-476-0009 or cavemanheating.com. Good morning. I'm Molly Smith with your NBC5 morning news update. A man was indicted one week after police say three people fired shots in a densely populated Medford neighborhood. Joshua Wright is facing 10 different charges ranging from attempted murder to reckless endangerment. These charges stem from the February 1st shooting incident at an apartment complex near Poplar and Progress Drive. No one was injured, according to MPD. We reported last week that 30-year-old Devin Wright and 38-year-old Matthew Pierpoint were also arrested. Thursday, Joshua Wright was arraigned by a judge and maintained his innocence. Due to Oregon having a lack of public defenders, a pretrial conference was slated for February 20th at 9 a.m. And police are looking for help finding a missing Grants Pass woman. The Josephine County Sheriff's Office says 32-year-old Hope Hoover left the evening of January 22nd and her family hasn't been able to contact her since. Hoover didn't take any of her belongings when she left, according to police. She is 5'7 and may be driving a gray four-door 2004 BMW X5 with Oregon plates 036LWC. And it was supposed to be the kite festival this weekend, but the lake isn't frozen. So instead, Lake of the Woods is holding a winter snow festival. There will be a snowman building contest, an outdoor bonfire with music, horse-drawn sleigh rides, cornhole, snowshoeing, and more. The festival runs from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. And that's a look at your morning headlines. For NBC5 News, I'm Molly Smith. Oregon E-Deals has saved the Rogue Valley boatloads of cash over the years on things you buy and use daily. Get a $100 Cartwright's Market gift card for only $85. Artisan Bakery Certificates, normally $25, only $15. American Renter Garage, $75 certificates, good for any service, only $30. Wayback Burgers, $25 certificate, only $14. This and much more available exclusively at OregonEDeals.com.
It's 2024. Do you honestly think the government is looking out for you? Do they have your back? We had political chaos, global wars, no border protection, and our leadership telling you about pronouns and electric cars. It's time to take a hard look at protecting yourself and your family. It's time to visit the Oxford Gold Group. Call the Oxford Gold Group at 833-995-GOLD and order the investment guide or make a purchase of precious metals and get up to $2,500 in free gold. 833-995-GOLD. 1063 KMED 993 KCMD. This is the Bill Meyer Show. This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on lights because I don't want to see. Mama told me the DC Swamp Update. Rick Manning, president of Americans for a Limited Government, DailyTorch.com. And <laughs> Rick, I got to tell you. There are uh, there are days in which weeks or months happen, you know that uh, it, it kind of a, a spin, a twist on the. Yeah. Yesterday was a day in American history that was like weeks and months happened yesterday between the Supreme Court with uh, with former President Trump, and that looks like a nine zero. I mean, I'm no expert on the Supreme Court, but you know when you even have. Uh, the committed leftists saying, eh, you know, can one state just decide that a president doesn't get who, who gets to be president? You know, I have a feeling that that that's going down. But then there's the special counsel report, too. I mean, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. All in one day. It's like, boom. It's almost like there was uh, a, uh, you know, I had a, uh, a a preacher on or a pastor on yesterday who is a, uh, a prophecy guy. And he's talking about this uh total eclipse in april that's uh, coming up right i think the total eclipse it actually happened yesterday over washington dc <laughs> instead well, it's, just it, it's certainly you know there's usually usually things like the special counsel's report that on biden uh, come out late at night on friday mm-hmm. um, and so nobody reads them um so the fact that it came out when it did it means that they wanted people to read it yep and and so in, when you look at things like that from Washington, anybody can read it. Okay, that's it. We can all read it. We can draw our own conclusions from it. Um, what I always try to do is I try to say, okay, I know what it says, but why did they want people to be able to read this? Why did they? Because they they obviously intended the Friday, you know, Thursday evening news and the Friday. Uh, talk radio and the like to be talking about you know what was in that report, and it's pretty clear that what they what they did is they delivered two messages to the Bidens um, and, and to the Democratic Party and the Democratic elites. They delivered a message that a Joe Biden won't be prosecuted after the election, even though he violated the law. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about that. And B, so they took away the fear of prosecution on that issue from the Biden, from Joe Biden. From you know, essentially, the special counsel said we're not going to prosecute him because he's a doddering old man who doesn't him, really know what he's doing. Immunity. Mm-hmm. They yeah. gave him immunity, and and then they gave the Democratic Party the the ability and the cabinet, for that matter, the ability based on that report to end his presidency. And declare that he's no longer competent to be president. Now, do you believe this is going to be Twenty Fifth Amendment, or should the Republicans shift and uh, and go to 
filing articles of impeachment and just putting, frankly, the special counsel's report in there. Here's the evidence. I don't I don't think the Republicans should do anything with it. OK, um, I, I think the Republicans should shut up for a change. Um, Interesting. The the Democrats are the ones who are looking for a way out of Joe Biden right now. Politically, they're trying to figure out a way out. This has been the challenge they've had all along. If they invoke the 25th Amendment, then they have then they have Kamala Harris as president. Um, but Kamala Harris, you know, and they have a primary and they have uh, it's messy. Mm-hmm. Um well, well, cut her a deal. I, I was just mentioning off air, you know, on the air here just a moment ago. Uh, you get the deep state people over at Netflix or Amazon Prime or something. You give her, you know, $100 million uh, for a book advance, whatever. You know, like they did with the Obamas. Same kind of thing. No, that's, not, yeah, that's not enough. Okay. Being not enough. Okay. All right. Being, being pres- <laughs> okay. Being president of the United States in the political world is the pinnacle to say, oh, we're going to not we're going to take the pinnacle away from you because we want somebody else to do it is, is fighting words. Unless you, unless you give somebody a different prize. Hmm. And so the, the different, you'll note that what the Democrats are doing also contiguously this week, they're calling for Sotomayor and Kagan to resign so they can replace them with somebody else. I didn't notice that part. I missed that story. Wow. So who are they going to replace them with? Oh, okay. So listen to Ron, who calls him in a, in a minute ago and says they got to get rid of uh, Kamala. All right. Okay. They, okay. So these things play together. Now, I'm not, I, just, I could be adding one and one and getting 17. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in a world where you have in one week strange calls, which, because neither Kagan nor Sotomayor are old. Okay. I mean, by by standards of Supreme Court standards, neither, neither one are old. So you sit there and you say, but we want, and specifically Sotomayor, um, I mean, it's the perfect, the perfect person to take for, over for Sotomayor would be Kamala. But they need one of those two to get out of the way in order for them to be able to appoint Kamala. So what is the upside for uh, for one of those Supreme Court justices to well, fall on her sword in order for uh, Kamala to get their seat? Well, that's where you get the money aspect. That's where you can make somebody fabulously wealthy beyond their belief. Ah. And they be and they get feeded and everybody for the you know, for the history of time writes about what brilliant jurists they were and blah, blah, blah. So Sotomayor um, gets the Netflix uh, series rather than Kamala Harris. A, okay. Gets all the, gets uh. all the, all the pub. Um, that would be the enticement. The, and, and truthfully, some, it's a hard job. And some people, you know, you do it for a while and you say, well, this is a hard job. I'd rather go back and be a law professor. And get paid a lot of money and, and and to go around and to give speeches and stuff and be and then have my life feeded and and lifted up as the first in Sotomayor's case, first Hispanic justice and, and groundbreaker and go off and do other stuff and be important. Okay, have everybody everybody treat me like I'm important, and that's a. Um, and there would be an added incentive because if she got out of the way, so they could take care of Kamala. 
and they could get rid of Joe, that would create a that would make him her truly a hero of the left, of a hero of the Marxist revolution. So um, you want to have your your a statue, or do you want to be another one of nine? That's the question in a minority, by the way. Mm-hmm. So that now once again speculation, but that's a that's a know, that's a pretty damn good speculation. It's a very interesting so, speculation, but all right, where did you uh, hear the deal though about uh, calls for one of those uh, two Supreme Court justices to was, resign? Because you're right, that would grease the skids for it was Kamala. All over my news feed. It was mm-hmm. all over my news feed earlier in the week. Okay, I must have missed that. Sorry about that. My apologies. Was, I, right. I, truthfully, I did not read read the articles. I read the headlines. I read the first, par- you know, the the lead paragraph. Which, yeah. In modern journalism, lead paragraphs no longer lead paragraphs. They're just, you know, ramblings typically. Yeah, well, I've noticed that most of the truth of an article is usually at the end of the article. You know, they, right. they always, you know, bury the lead, so to speak. But mm-hmm. but the fact is there were there were multiple articles at the beginning of the week regarding regarding that. Some specifically were on, on Sotomayor of judicial activists on the left demanding that Sotomayor and, you know, resign because they, they're still shell-shocked from uh, from uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying and turning over a uh, turning over control of the court. Yeah, but wouldn't that be wouldn't that look weird to a lot of people to have the wise Latina be the one you know bounced out? Let's well, say that's why they now they're also thrown in. Kagan. Kagan's also being thrown into the mix. Oh, the problem okay. I have is both of them are, are relatively young, um, and they're certainly not going to have Ketanji Brown Jackson dump off since she just got there. Yeah. And their timing is simple. She, if Biden is going to be able to appoint somebody and Schumer is going to be able to confirm somebody, they need to have it happen now. Hmm. Watch the news. Uh, So watch for action on the Supreme Court. If the Supreme Court moves, then we know that the goal is uh, that President Biden can... Okay. And if you start reading things like um, Soda Mayor uh, hospitalized, things like that, uh, you know, there, there's just all sorts of weird things. And, and it kind of, this is almost, I don't want to make it into a spy novel, okay? But it could be. But, yeah. But it's. Hey, all, all I would say is if uh, any of the Supreme, any of the Democratic-leaning uh, Supreme Court justices end up being in, admitted to the hospital, stay away from the Scalia model of my pillow. If they if they hand right. you one, okay, correct. All correct. right. It's a, I, I strongly suspect that it's not that it'll be a. It would be a clean move, but the the hospitalization is just gets an excuse for you know, my health, I've had some health crises and feel like I need to step down. Type yeah. of thing. There are, in other words, there are no coincidences it's here. It's establishing a predicate. Yeah. And we're looking at, we're going to be you're, looking at here home. over the next few weeks of directed history, yeah. essentially directed history, right? Honestly. Well, I would argue, I would argue as it relates to politics, most history is directed. Yeah, it is directed. Right. You know, this is not, uh, you know, happening in oh. a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Now, the question is though, is that, so, the, the script as we're writing right now, or as we think is playing out, is that it's the only logical way you can get rid of the Kamala problem. All right, so the thing. so Supreme Court first things first things first. Biden is not bounced out right away. Uh, Supreme Court, uh, we have a Supreme Court justice fall on her sword. All right, and then Kamala replaces that justice confirmed by the, with Biden and the Senate, and then Biden. 
uh, decides to resign rather than being Amendment 25, right? He, he, doesn't, he doesn't resign because they won't be able to put a vice president in, right. um, in place, and that would make Mike Johnson president. So he's not going to resign. <laughs> under those circumstances, excuse me. Excuse me. They're not, under those circumstances, they're not going to do the twenty fifth or twenty sixth amendment, whichever one of it is. What they're going to do under that is they just he rides it out. Mm-hmm. They keep the you know all the powers of be still run everything the way they are now, um, and they replace him at the convention with Michelle. Michelle doesn't want that job though. She's That's made it very the, clear. Although she would, yeah. although she could win it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, right. hold on, hold on, hold on. Obama wanted that job. I don't think Michelle ever wanted that job. Okay. <laughs> what better person to take the job than somebody who professes they don't want? <laughs> you could be right about that, Rick. Oh man, this is all this is all theater, man. Just, I mean, it's I, I, okay. So, it's we, so we have the, the WWE here going on, and so who's the heel? You have to have the hero and the heel. So you're oh, saying well, Michelle Obama? Always... Michelle Obama is the uh, is the hero. Donald Trump is, he, Donald Trump is always the heel. Trump is the he heel. Is the... Okay, yeah. I mean, this is. If, if Vince McMahon weren't on our side, I'd say he was writing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, but this is but this is now beyond, you know, this is in the in the area of um, speculation you find with thin facts. And I want people to understand this is not thing. These are things that some of the some of the news items that are coming up. And some of the knowledge about how the Democratic elites are scared to death that Joe Biden is going to cost them everything is going to make Donald Trump president. Mm -hmm. They need to have they need to have a some bridge over the next few months that August at the convention to make a change. Then, you know, they're not having real primaries. They're having, you know, they're they've set up the system, as every president does, sets up the system so they, you know, go through virtually unopposed. But it is a, you know, everything's set up where Joe Biden hasn't had a hard-fought victory, so there's no second-place person mm-hmm. who's primed to take to take the presidency if should Joe Biden, you know, not proceed. And as a result of that, they are now in the – they have cleared the way for a party decision as to who replaces them. This is essentially a smoke-filled room without the smoke at the Democratic it's convention. Okay. It's a, it's a smoke-filled room. I, let's, let's call it a um, – in the modern world, a smoke-filled cloud. Uh-huh. Well, it would be vape. It would be vape smoke instead. You know how that goes. Nobody smokes. They, well, they use the vape the, thing. Yeah. Well, and it wouldn't be cigarettes or cigars. Yeah, exactly. But that's it. Because to come up with this kind of scheme, you kind of have to. <sighs> Maybe I'm saying something bad about myself for coming up about it. Anyway, you know, I think it's actually. I think you've read, actually written a pretty good script of what we could be seeing play out over these next few weeks, months. To, I, I I mentioned it so people, if they start seeing things that align with this, they they at least have some capacity to interpret it. Yesterday, I was in a, in a diff, totally different meeting about something completely different. Uh, it was about you know, Israel policy, the Biden-Israel policy. Mm-hmm. And the presenter who was from Israel um, um, was who also 
has lived in America and her, and was born in America was a dual citizen, U.S. and Israel, um, kept saying how what they're doing is crazy. And I finally, you know, I, I, I got the opportunity to ask. Okay, who is what are what they are doing is crazy? You're talking about Israel or what Congress Biden, is doing? What the, Biden, what the Biden administration is doing is okay. crazy. All right, what Biden is doing to Israel? Okay, okay. And I said, and I just looked at him and said, you you need to change your perspective. They aren't crazy. They are, they, you have, it's crazy if you come from the point of view that the U.S. is an ally of Israel, but you're not, it's not crazy if you come from the point of view that the U.S. is not an ally of Israel. And when people take actions and you look at actions that cumulatively say they don't add up, based on a, you know, my assumption that we're on the same team, perhaps you have to take a look and say, well, maybe your assumption is wrong. Mm -hmm. And, and that's the kind of analysis that when we look at what's happening in the world, it's more about looking at, we now have, you know, we we're just in a different environment now than, than I've ever been. And we have to look at, at underlying assumptions about what people's motives are and test them. If something seems crazy to us, we have to say, well, it, it might be crazy if you have your set of assumptions. It's crazy to you. But what are their assumptions? And, you know, the examples are manifold, but, you know, we, we continually talk about why would you try to force everybody to have electric car vehicles and at the same time diminish the amount of electricity we can generate. Yeah, because you're uh, more or less intend intending to create chaos, it seems yeah, to me. Well, those those two things are incongruent. So, yeah. But if you're attempting to deindustrialize America, that works. dependent upon electricity, yeah. it is a perfectly rational course. All right, so let's take a look at, Van, at, the, at your friend or the person you were watching yesterday from Israel. And let's also be honest, uh, Rick. Um, Israel has an incredible power over U.S. Congress. It's well-known. Uh, APAC is very powerful. It's the third rail. No one touches that. Okay, uh, Democrats, Republicans, very they get a lot of money from I, Israel. I, I don't agree. I don't agree that APAC has any power, but it, you can go ahead. And okay, just, that's just, a premise I don't agree with. Okay, well, will, okay, will, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll disagree. We'll disagree on that. There's a lot of money that uh, that goes into American uh, politicians over this. Okay, then Israel is 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 very powerful within the uh, within Congress. I believe. For most part, many are our politicians. So, where do we go then? How Biden's though trying to break things. So, what's the policy there? What is the uh, the end game? Biden is um, is really committed to a Palestinian state. He mm -hmm. doesn't he doesn't believe that Israel has a moral right to exist. He is uh, he's been committed from day one in continuing the Obama policy of being Iranian friendly and leaning towards Iran. And essentially providing guideposts for how Iran could get nuclear weapons. Iran is now within the last week um, said that they can have a nuclear weapon, a nuclear weapon um, ready to go, and put on a warhead within a week and a half. Wonderful. So we're so we're in a so Biden's pro-Iranian policy from day one um, is a you know is a Iran versus Saudi Arabia policy. But it's also in a, a, a direct uh, kind of embrace of from the river to the sea policy that the that the Palestinians and the Iranians mm -hmm. 
embrace. Because Saudi Arabia and Israel are, for all intents and purposes, much more aligned than with Iran, right? Under Trump, Saudi Arabia and Israel threw in together. Yeah. That's why why you had the Biden administration's number one issue when they came in with Saudi Arabia was Khashoggi. Okay, if you remember Mm -hmm. the guy who was supposedly a Washington Post journalist, but really was a spy for uh, one of the for one of the uh, pro-Iranian uh, Arab states, um, uh, who was Saudi Arabian citizen, who was acting as a spy for one of the pro-Iranian Saudi uh, Arab states, and the, and the Saudis killed and killed him quite brutally. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> but it was and so you sat there and you said so the whole emphasis was an anti. Saudi Arabia emphasis of the and pro Iranian emphasis of the Biden administration coming in, the that had the effect of of trying to undercut immediately undercut one of the primary achievements foreign policy achievements that President Trump had, which was the Abraham Accords, which essentially took the Palestinians out of the center of Middle East peace, withdrew them from that position, and created a geopolitical alliance between Israel and not formally, but certainly tentatively, Saudi Arabia and the more southern or southern Arab states and the North African Arab states, and to stand against the Iranian uh, Iranian dominance coming from the north. That is the that was the policy that policy change that Donald Trump made. It was designed on common geographic and political interests that that Israel has. And it was one that was that was taking Israel's strength, military strength, and allowing the Saudis to become less reliant on U.S. military strength and become more more reliant on you know giving economic value to Israel through its oil, but also military value to Saudi Arabia and to UAE and others. So it was a really creating a southern alliance in the. Um, in the Middle East to stand up independently against uh, the rising Persian um, Empire. So that was the that's the geopolitical thing that was being done by Trump. What did Biden do? Right off the bat, reversed it. He, mm-hmm. Well, he, he tried to reverse it. He, he he didn't succeed, but he tried to reverse it. He tried to he did two things that, that were immediate attacks on it. Number one. Part of the deal, the Abraham Accord with UAE, United Arab Emirates, was they they were allowed. UAE has aluminum, um, and there we have we have tariffs that were imposed on aluminum exports into America. Trump eliminated the the tariffs for UAE aluminum to be shipped to America. That was part part of the economic still you know kind of uh, uh, sugar put in by the U.S. to encourage states to put their, their livelihoods on the line, to put their, their leaders' necks on the line to stand up to do this deal. Biden immediately eliminated that, uh, eliminated that exemption from the tariff to try to undercut the deal, the, some of the financing of the deal. Yeah. Or the people running Biden did that, maybe, right? Well, I, I'm just going to use Biden as the... You know, Biden is the proxy for the people running. Okay, yeah, the Biden blob. Okay. How about that, Biden blob? The, the Biden blob. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going. I'm not going to give Joe Biden a pass on on the actions of his administration, whether he's competent or not. He is. Um, he's somebody who 
he knew better Middle East been do Middle East for fifty years, so he doesn't get a pass. Um, then, but on top of that, that happened almost immediately. Um, within a month, the Biden administration said we've got to make an overture to the Iranians, and one of the overtures that they made was they lifted the terrorist ex- terrorist designation of the Houthis in Yemen, who nobody had heard of until they, you know, although I knew about it. Um, mainly because I thought their name was cool. I always associated with a blowfish, but that's a different story. The, <laughs> Houthi and the blowfish, yeah, okay. Houthi and the blowfish. So mm-hmm. anyhow, but that's actually why I paid attention to them five, six, seven, eight years ago. Anyhow, the, they were had sanctions as terrorist organization lifted. Hence, they could be supplied with money. They could be supplied with arms. And that's when the uh, $6 billion was like, was cut loose, right? Yes. Okay. And who were, who were the Houthis? Who were trying to suppress the Houthis? The Saudis were. Why? The Houthis kept attacking the Saudi oil fields. Houthis were attacking the ability of trying or threatening traffic in the Red Sea. So the the Saudis were were kind of helping the the royalist side in Yemen against the against the Houthis, who were the who were the Muslim kind of Islamist terrorists um, in Yemen. The and so Biden immediately takes the side of Iran against Saudi Arabia on the Saudi Arabian border mm-hmm. with people who are attacking Saudi Arabian oil fields. Okay, so that so that happens, and now we have you know that coming to roost because those same people are now causing cargo traffic to not go through the Red Sea. Thirty um, percent of all cargo traffic on ships goes through in the world goes through the the Suez Canal. Which is at the other side of the Red Sea from the the Straits of Aden, which is has Yemen on one side and Djibouti and Somalia on the other side. Okay, so you have a little narrow strait, a choke point in the world. It is going into the Red Sea, going out to eventually Indian Ocean, um, and that choke point is where thirty percent of the cargo, shipping cargo, goes through that choke. The choke point, that choke point through the Suez Canal to get to Europe or to get from Europe to Asia and India and Asia. So that's your that's what's at stake. Thirty percent of the world's cargo traffic that travels by sea <clears throat> and the Houthis are basically shooting at because Joe Biden gave him the money and gave him the arms for all intents and purposes because he wanted to be friends with Iran. And Iran has it has runs a proxy network to disrupt the truth. To create terror around the world and create and put pressure on choke points. Hmm. That's who this. I mean, that's it, he should be impeached for that alone. Okay, that is such a you know. You just wish somebody would look at a map once in a while and see where the choke points are in the world, and then you understand what the Chinese are doing with their geopolitical stuff and why, and how we're just we play as if the the globe doesn't exist, as if the the there aren't the Suez Canal. I mean, the Suez Canal doesn't matter. The Panama Canal doesn't matter. We play this game like we're we're completely outside of the actual world we live in. But anyway, before we take off here, uh, Rick, and 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 by the way, I love the script that you that you have written. I'll toss it out to <laughs> listeners here in just a minute. But uh, okay. and uh, an interesting analysis on the uh, Iranian situation. Now. Um, I started watching the Tucker Carlson interview last night on uh, Twitter with uh, Vladimir right. Putin, and I, and, you know, I I got home late from work, and I only got, to, and it was like twenty twenty five minutes for for the beginning part of it, and it was about uh, Russian history of why Russian 
uh, Russia deserves the Ukraine, et cetera, et cetera. And then I stopped and I was thinking, okay, I'm going to have to get a, a transcript of this because you know, I just can't do two hours of this. Uh, have you watched it? Just curious. I have not. You um, have not. Okay. I I will tell you, Robert, in my office, and I spent an hour before we got on the phone, you and I, and that was a significant portion of the conversation. Um, it has um, real ramifications as it relates to the special counsel report declaring that Joe Biden shouldn't be prosecuted, but Donald Trump should be, and the and you know Joe Biden's uh, is incompetent to do his job. Um, that is a um, because ultimately what Putin ends up saying in there is that there are unelected people in the United States government who, mm-hmm. um, who veto what the elected people say to do. Well, he's well, Vladimir Putin and said the quiet part out loud that we've been talking about here anyway, well, loudly. And, whether right. that is, and truthfully, I, my amount of trust of anything that comes out of Vladimir Putin's mouth is zero. Mm-hmm. So, the idea that Vladimir Putin would say something to um, to inflame suspicions is very KGB esque and would mm-hmm. be and would be something I would expect him to do. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's not true. Okay, that does not mean it's not true. It means that we have to view it with a very skeptical eye because he is a party that is not a reliable source. And the other part that I thought was also interesting, I did see uh, one uh, a clip about it that was uh, broken out of it, in which um, he talked about, okay, uh, the Biden administration is not his enemy, but uh, they are certainly not a friend. And we're not a fr- an enemy of this. But he did talk about uh, uh, President Trump uh, treated Russia with, uh, with respect. I'm, I'm just paraphrasing right now. But he said, I do not believe this will, that would necessarily, me saying this will necessarily help him. I thought that was an interesting statement, you know, for him. No, too. no, it's basically, it makes it sound like we're, you know, mm-hmm. in an election. Mm-hmm. The Democrats will use that as a talking point for the next 10 months. Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. And, but, but where I think it's, where I think the parallels are in terms of just getting down to, some of the stuff we've talked about in the past and, and attempt to manipulation who gets to be president, who doesn't get to be president, which goes directly to the, the special counsel's report. You have a, the scariest thing coming out of the special counsel's report is, is said out loud by Putin to some extent. And that is we have a system set up where the justice department is up and is able to put their thumb on the scale on on our presidential election. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it happen in 2016 when somebody gets up and says, Hillary Clinton's guilty, but we're, no prosecutor would ever prosecute Okay, says that, which the Democrats blame for Hillary Clinton losing. But we also know at the back, they're also running a whole op against Trump at the same time on Russia collusion, which is all made up. And so the Justice Department is effectively running an op against the, to try to put their thumb on the scale in the in the presidential election 2016. Then we see the Justice Department spend all of 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, uh, along with state and others on the Ukraine junk, um, to try to take Trump out. They succeed. And then we get COVID, and you can worry 
draw your own conclusions about COVID. And I'm not going to go down that path. And then Trump loses because of COVID. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you have a, or, and other factors, but certainly COVID, the way we change the election laws. Um, and so now Biden is in trouble and looks like he's going to lose to Trump. And suddenly we've got a special counsel who's come out with a, a report that says, I'm not prosecuting him because he's incompetent. Okay. At which it's all directed. It's it, part it of the script. Changes the, it changes the entire, and it's all, and so if this happened one time, it would be an anomaly. But it's happening again we and have, again. This is our third third presidential election in a row where it's happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we don't know what happened in 2012. We don't know what happened in 2008. We knew we had a financial crisis in 2008. A banking crisis, which broke out right before the freaking election. Oh yeah, and essentially all the politicians oh, lined up Obama. to give away the uh, you know to give away the st- uh, the store to the banking industry out of the guise right. of hey we're all and, going to die if we don't right right and the and most significantly you the person you know the person who gets the big bump out of it is as being the outsider is Obama who voted for the bailout uh-huh. but somehow he never so. You know, actually, McCain voted initially voted was going to vote against them, and the Republicans stopped the bailouts on day one, and they came back and voted again, and they approved them on day two after the banking community explained to them that that they were going to get blamed with the destruction of the entire U.S. economy if they didn't vote for them. Um, whether that was true or not, that's what the net that was what the message was. So we've had out of the last since two twenty oh eight. We've had massive events dictate that played a big role where the where government entities played a big role in determining um, putting thumb on the scale and outcomes in four out of the five yeah. like presidential elections. Yeah, and they're doing it again. All right. Rick, so, I, I got to go here at this point. We'll keep this up, though. I'm sure you're going to be writing about this. Now, are you going to write that script out on DailyTorch.com? You know, the one... I just gave it to you. You can write it. Okay. Write it. <laughs> so I'll be a Daily Torch contributor. I love it. You can, be a, you can write it. You can, you can just send me the transcript, and I'll, I'll put the transcript up. <laughs> Rick, great talk as always.